this out the third with G Moody here live. We see another fucking Rocky is coming out. They not stopping. Creed 2. When will it be enough? How many more characters are there going to be? This is getting ridiculous. I thought it was okay. I saw Creed. I said, okay, that's good. Apollo Creed's son. That's good. Right? So now Creed 2. What about Mr. T's son? What about Clubber Lang's son? Mr. T was a very big part of the trilogy. I take offense to him not being written in these scripts because Clubber Lang was a great character and everybody loves that Rocky. Rocky III is when he turned it out. So I'm thinking, well, you don't need to do Creed II. You already dealt with Apollo Creed's son. Right? Clubber Lang got a son and he live in Chicago. He come from the Robert Taylor Holmes, right? Clubber Lang was never in his life. Clubber Lang's son became a gangbanger, found out his pops was a boxer. I'm giving y'all motherfuckers the script. He found out that his pops was a boxer. He started training. And now he's taking on the role. He's kicking ass in all the matches. Why we can't get Clubber Lang's son? He fights Apollo Creed's son and beats the shit out of him in one round and then chases Rocky. He jumps out of the ring and chases Rocky ass out of the Coliseum. This is what we need. This is how you add excitement. You're giving me Creed 2. What's next? Creed 3? We want to see Mr. T's son. I don't like it. I think they're forgetting the main characters. A lot of motherfuckers fucked with Rocky 3 more than anything because T. So Mr. T didn't have a love interest. Not that we knew of. But you could add that in. And bring in his son. And then Rocky, after he beats Creed's ass, and then he jumps out of the ring and beats Rocky's ass in the stadium, Rocky has to train to fight Club of Lang's son. Because you're doing all kind of bullshit with different storylines. Remember, Rocky was actually fighting last time. This motherfucker's 78 years old. He's fighting. This is what we need. We need Club of Lang's son. This, that, and the third with G Moody here. We are giving you another one because we know that ride home is always boring, but you may see some ill shit on the train. I was talking to my man, Sean Hill, who I went to high school with, Erasmus Hall. He's an MTA worker. He works uh, on the tracks. I, so I asked him, like, yo, what's some ill shit you see in the tracks? Like, I know you might, in those tunnels. They're 100 years old. They're, they're really old tunnels. He told me there are a lot of homeless encampments in the tunnels. And this particular encampment that he walked up on him and his track workers, the dude had a microwave hooked up to the third rail. Take that in for a second. He hooked up a microwave to the third rail. That's where you get the electricity. So he was cooling. He had his uh, heaters. So he was covered from the rain and he had warmth. 
A human being can adapt to any situation. It's just mind over matter. So this one, this guy's in the tunnel. He probably got his girl in the tunnel. You know, a bum always has a girl. It's a lady, it's always with a motherfucker. He could be at his worst, but you see them pushing a shopping cart together. You see them picking bottles up together. So when you on your last legs and you in that tunnel in the MTA, right? She gonna be there with you. It's your job to make the heat, to get heat down there. <laughs> Welcome to the zone where the strong only survive. The places I drive, all the gangsters can't stay alive. Take my universal journey through the jungles of the hardest town. Where my brothers lay their life down. You want something to play with? Go find yourself some toys when you mistake these grown men for little boys. More real than what is real, so feel I'm sending. Compared to God with no beginning, and we'll have no... I started going bald uh, at the age of 26. I didn't even get a chance to wear braids. I didn't get a chance to get, uh, get an afro. At 26, I started noticing in the middle of my head when I got a haircut. I went up to Sam Gore up in Harlem. I got a blowout. Back in the days, Castle Harlem, no. Sam Gore, 145th and Broadway. Blowout is where you get your hair blow-dried. It's the best afro you could fucking have. It looks divine. And then I looked in the mirror and I saw thinning spots in my head. I said, I'm 26. What the fuck? I wanted an afro. I had to go low immediately. I'm not one of these dudes that you see them, they're reluctant. They're so self-conscious. I immediately got a Caesar and a bald head to mitigate. I see some motherfuckers walking around. You look in the mirror, man. You know how that shit look, B. These men out here are, are so self-conscious. It's so on the sucker shit. They are now wearing lace fronts that have waves. They are now wearing weaves. So you think your man got 360 waves, but that may be a lace front. Imagine that. That may be a weave. You see your man, and he's got oh shit, he got. I, must, I guess he put the do rag on, and his shit is just shining. That's a that's a lace front, b. They got him for men now. These are the these are the softest guys ever, man. This is the era we're in. The era we're in. The men are carrying purses. The men are wearing panties because they they. They're making products for the men now. It's like, yo, the women say they want their men to feel sexy, so they want to put him in some lace panties. And now he's balding, and he feels so bad about him balding, now they're making lace fronts for this suck-ass motherfucker. And now that's not enough. They have weaves. Men now have weaves. This is where we at. This is why I always tell motherfuckers, listen, man, Listen, I was born in 1968. I don't know what the fuck you talking about, man. That's what I tell guys. They be like, oh, but, but Gerald, they got this thing. Listen, man. Look here, man. I, I, I stopped that shit immediately. I was born in 1968. That tells you what the fuck I'm about, man. That's it. I'm not on that newfangled shit. I'm straight the same way. I'm like my pops. I'm like, I was like my pops at 15. <laughs> I'm like the dudes from South Carolina, just like straight up. I ain't changing. I like how them dudes are responsible to the point, and especially I'm a New Yorker, so you get it direct. I'm not changing. I'm tolerant of others, but don't come at me with the foolishness and expect me to just 
acquiesce to your dumb shit. No, I live a certain way, and that's it. But we are tolerant of everybody. But you're not gonna, you're not gonna force nothing down my throat, b. And expect me just to be like, nah, nah. I got something to say about that. I got something to say about the lace front. You rocking a wig. I'm, a, I'm gonna kick that shit to you, you in your face, man. Take that shit off, man. Get go, go to a barber. Get your shit cut. I keep a solo pro, tanks before. Why you fools looking for Doc like Sammy the Bull? I be on 2 0 with the drone. Fuck who you know. Wear two coats when I be in range like who coat. Jump shot. You know, I walk with a sumo attitude, acrobatical, mathematical. This, that, and the third with G Moody. Here's the scene of gentrification. This is how you know you're about to be pushed out of your motherfucking neighborhood. First, bike lanes. People been riding bikes. For a long time, black people ride bikes, right? Puerto Ricans, Puerto Rocks ride, ride bikes. Dominicans ride bikes, right? Now, now you're gonna put bike lanes, why? You didn't do it when we were kids. That tells you, you should be wary. You should lock in your lease. As soon as you see the bike lanes, you call your motherfucking landlord. Say, listen, man, I wanna renew this shit for full four years, man. Can I do it? That gives you some time. They done sized your neighborhood up already. And then after that, what the last thing, the last thing where you say, where it's late, it's too late for you to do anything, is when you see that Starbucks where the 99 cent store was always there. Game over. Then they put those bikes, just like in the Bronx now. They going all over the all over the place with them bikes. Them bikes ain't for you. You can have fun with it now, but all this shit ain't for you. It's for the newcomers because we've been here for 50 years and they ain't do shit. Why now? Because urban planning knows who's coming in and they're getting ready for them. You just having a good time on that bike. You think it's a game, but they're going to lock you out the bike. You see how they repurposed the South Bronx because the South Bronx has negative connotations with it. So when you say South Bronx in California, people go, oh, wow, man, you live there? Now I live in Sobro. Sounds familiar, right? Sounds like what? Soho. You see how they neaten it up? Bushwick. Oh, word. You live in Bushwick? What is it now? Oh, South Williamsburg. Everything is neatened up. For who? The newcomers. I be fruitful and multiply with marvelous tales. Feed your hungry MCs who be starving as hell. I lay the first verse to quench a dry ass nigga's thirst. Who drink my wisdom up like water. Fill your stomach first. Full tank with the premium quality raps. Mickey Mouse niggas get caught on the trap. This goes out to all sponsors. Serious inquiries only. Get in on the ground floor. Hit up my team at hitmeupgmoody at gmail.com. This is for serious inquiries. Get in on the ground floor. You know what this is going to spiral into. Get in on the ground floor. Hit up my team at hitmeupgmoody at gmail.com. We are the dopest podcast coming out. I want to thank the fans 
for showing so much love on Twitter and Instagram. We see it. We're taken aback by it. We love it. So that means we're going to go that much harder. This is Tatton Third with G Moody here live in the Bronx, New York. As we chill out on this rainy afternoon, you can hear the rain hit the ground. Check it out. Everybody loves that sound. It's very relaxing. And of course, as I get in the crib, I got parking. Anybody from New York knows when you get parking, it's like a celebration. I called my mom's in South Carolina. I told her, and the first thing she said, you got parking? I said, yeah, that's why I'm calling you. Cause she knows it is laborious to get parking at a certain time. You must be in the crib. They used to call it the rotten apple when it was broke and burnt down and you couldn't walk through Central Park. I come from that era. See, Central Park is nice now. Motherfuckers is laying out on the Great Lawn. I remember when you couldn't walk through that motherfucker. The Daily News used to report, don't go through Central Park. At night, please. They, they implored you not to walk by it. It's beautiful now. I don't yearn for those days where it was crime-ridden and Cats getting their chains snatched, earrings snatched on the train, getting your pumas taken, lounging on the train, sleeping on the train. You couldn't do that. So people are happy because it's a new New York, and I'm happy too, especially Brooklyn. Brooklyn ain't the same. Brooklyn was notorious. Like I said before, you think Biggie Smalls just said that Brooklyn bullshit, we on it? That means a lot. And anybody from Brooklyn know the time. You couldn't go to certain neighborhoods. You couldn't go to East New York. Say, yo, I got. I met this girl in East New York. I'm going to go check her. Go ahead. Go ahead. See, do it if you want. You'll come back naked. The cab taking long. Yeah. The Dominicans coming strong. Claiming that it's on. From dust to dawn. We right across the street. They don't see us. Hey, yo, a Cuban disguise. They got us looking like we Jesus. Jesus. It's a law. You flee the spot. Mega fall. Jump up in really car. And scream a hum do a law. This down the third with G Moody here live in the Bronx, New York. I went over this topic many times, and I'm going to be brief about it. Again, I'm not going to go into it, but there's a documentary coming out called Silicon Soul. It's a documentary about men who bodies dolls and have developed romantic relationships with them. They've married them. They take them out on dates. And they are in romantic relationships with dolls. And they have given up on flesh and blood women. So the documentary follows these men as they take these dolls out to dinner. And you see them sitting down and having conversations with a doll in a restaurant. I told y'all it was going to ramp up. A lot of dudes are saying, fuck it. And this is where we are now. Cats is saying, fuck it. Money saved up $10,000. And that's his girl. He married her. So he takes her everywhere. And I think the cameras follow him as he chats with her, ask her what she wants to eat, which is nothing. So he don't have to buy anything. He's taking her on a date. He don't have to buy shit. She's just there. Silicon soul. I told you shit would ramp up. I told you the next thing would be doll whorehouses that sprung up in Toronto pending in Houston. I'm sure they're all over the world. This is the next level. 
So Silicon Soul. Expect to get stepped to, ran through. I'm a dog that'll bite you through the muzzle. Ease drop on your huddle. You're standing in the puddle. I smell fit, you smell trouble. Pop the brown is too heavy to juggle. The holder of a the plus heavy handed. You rap standing. I rhyme outstanding. This sounded third with G Moody. Yo, listen, man. A lot of people hit me up on um, instant messages talking about that teacher from California, Marston Riley, who put in work on that little young motherfucker that was dissing him in the class. I believe that my man Riley, although I was cheering for him, although I was commentating on the video like Jim Lampley and Roy Jones Jr., I like that shit, but he was wrong. He should have just, boom, oh, shorty, you bugging out? Let me get the security and escort this dude out the class because your job is to teach. That's why you're there. You let your anger get the best of you, and boom, you swinging on money in the class. That was totally wrong. But listen, man, a lot of these young motherfuckers is coming at adults. In Baltimore, a female teacher got snuffed by a female student. This is unacceptable on any level. So, so what should the adults do? Just get snuffed? That's not an option. Yo, at some point, you got to defend yourself. At some point, fuck the politically correct shit. If you're being attacked... You are well within your right to defend yourself. Your moms and pops sent you out into the world void of any home training. So you're out in this world with a lot of disrespect. But if you didn't get anything in the home, if you didn't get an ass whooping in the home, that doesn't mean when you come out in the real world, motherfuckers going to take all that disrespect. Nah, the minute you jump in a motherfucker's face, if you're 13 and 14 and you jumping into a grown-up's face, yo, there's a consequence to that. And you running that risk. So I don't blame a man for, yo, getting fed up. Yo, some guys ain't going for that. Yo, we put the blame on the parents. Who is responsible for this disrespectful young piece of shit? Who? Who's responsible for him coming out into the world like that? His moms and his pops, they are responsible for him getting snuffed, him getting beat up by grown-ups. It's because he came out into the world so disrespectful as if people going to tolerate that shit like your moms and pops did. You didn't get no ass whoopings in the house, man. I got a lot of ass whoopings in the house, man. And when I look back and reflect, I deserved every one of them. But it taught me, yo, man, you can't do what you want. You the young motherfucker. You can't talk crazy to people. I was always taught respect. So when I went out into the world, shit was different. I held the adults in high esteem and high regard. I talk to them with a certain tone. So life is easier when you deal with the world and the public like that. All the way live from 215. Plus a mission is denied. So just wait outside. Two extremes collide like Jekyll and Hyde. And I'll provide you with the spur if you need. But take heed. You travel at light speed. Iller than adventures you might read. Official original breed. This is the third with G Moody here live in the Bronx, New York. Make sure you go to Apple Podcasts and rate and review. This is the third with G Moody. And after that, if you want to support, go to anchor.fm slash G Moody. We gave you another episode. We know how it is out there with that traffic. So we wanted to double up today. So, and I just felt like throwing some more wood on the fire to keep that heat going. Remember, go to Apple Podcasts and rate and review. You will see on the website, I've gotten five stars. Five episodes in, of course, five-star podcast. This, that, and the third with G. Moody. Hashtag the G. Moody experience. Peace. The realness.